0: welcome to tuning in i'm your host katherine peloso smith and i'm here to talk all things intuitive wellness natural nutrition raising the vibe and reconnecting to your truest self i'm a practicing holistic nutritionist and spiritual life coach who has completely transformed from feeling ill and disconnected to now living the healthiest most vibrant life i could have ever imagined i truly believe that by tuning into your mind body and soul as your magical gateway you too can achieve higher levels of wellness and start living your most nourished life are you ready Let's go. Hello. Welcome to Tuning In. I have a really special guest with me today. Um, I hope you're excited for this one. This has been a long time coming, honestly. My husband, Jake, is here.
1: Yay! Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs)
0: Woohoo! We have been wanting to record an episode talking about our adventure, like how it came to be, why we decided to go on this adventure that we're on, a little bit about you know, our highs and lows and everything in between and sharing just our experience with you. But I will say this has been so challenging because we have two little kids with us and it is 24 <laughs> seven. So finding the time, as almost impossible. So we are trying to create possibility here, (laughs) and the kids are in the other room, they're watching a movie, and we are in the living room recording, hopefully without too many interruptions. You might hear some little ones in the background, but that's life. And we also had to turn off the AC and the fans because it's too loud for the mic, and it's gonna get spicy. (laughs) It's going to get hot hot in here. So, okay. Thanks, Jake, for doing this. He's a little nervous, which is totally fine. But there's nothing to be nervous about because it's all good. We're just talking about our life, right? Right. Yes. So I did receive a few questions on Instagram that will be addressed kind of throughout what we're going to talk about we're going to touch on today. In no like specific order or anything like that, but we're just going to dive in and start off about the motivation behind this adventure. So if you don't know already, I'll just kind of share what it is that we're doing. You know, we have sold our house last summer of 2022 and we took our kids and decided to travel, simply put. Basically. So we'll kind of dive into it's much more loaded than that. But we'll dive into what why we decided to do that and where that came to be. So motivation. Do you want to start off and kind of share a little bit about like how this all started for us?
1: Yeah, I think that for me personally, you and I were involved in a course. We were participants and coaching in a course. And we kind of just had these light bulb moments realizing that, you know, life is short. And what are some things that we want to do every day and why not live our life that way? What are we kind of waiting for? That was kind of what I feel like sparked it and what we got present to. For sure.
0: And Yeah, I think. That was definitely probably the biggest factor for me, too, was this course that we took together and kind of what are we aligned on? What do we want to start creating for ourselves in the world instead of just going through the day to day, every day, getting up and going to work and coming home and all that kind of stuff that I know you were experiencing more deeply than I was because I was home pretty much working from home and that kind of thing. So I know it's pretty stressful for you.
1: Yeah. Stressful is a a good word for it. It, You get wrapped up in that vortex of eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep, work, and you can start to get lost in it and watch your life kind of pass you by slowly. Mm -hmm. And when we got present to it, we got aligned on this vision to, you know, explore and travel. And those are things that you and I both love to do. And, you know, the housing market, it was like a really beautiful moment to sell our home and shout out to life's good back <laughs> <Hang> at- <up. laughs> in Hey, So, uh, But yeah, everything just seemed to kind of line up in mm-hmm. this perfect way for us to actually go and step into what else could be possible?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's like, let's not just wake up and do what we have to be doing. Like, we should be loving every every day. Especially after the years of, like, the pandemic and really feeling stuck. Like, we couldn't do what we wanted to do and, you know, being stuck at home. And it was like, okay, let's go <laughs> and just, like do something and the kids are at a good age like they were at a good age that they're not already in school you know they don't have like a specific group of friends we're not pulling them away from anything other than family (laughs) which is a little tough yeah but we planned to do it for a year we committed Mm -hmm. to and just kind of see where that would take us so yeah and the the housing market so let's talk about selling our house (laughs) because that was like I remember we started thinking about selling our house in 2021 we were like let's start to take a look at different things and what are we going to do and we had a lot of like fixing up that needed to be done with the house and I just was, I remember like, okay, everybody out of the house. We're going to go live in a hotel for three days while they do the painting. And then, you know, we had to do the flooring and just really get our home that we had just moved into in 2019, like ready to go right. to be sold fairly quickly because the housing market was so good and we knew it was on like the decline. So that was interesting and like selling all our stuff. And yeah, yeah, like, what did you feel about that? I know a lot came up for you and like purging everything too.
1: Yeah, it did. But yeah, just the example that you gave there where we went and spent a few days at the hotel. I think that with the kids, they were actually so excited to go do stuff like that. So it was actually able to look at it from a different perspective of like, being disrupted from our routine to actually something new and exciting being at a hotel in Guelph with a pool that we could play at. The hardest part for me definitely was letting go of all of this stuff, shit, excuse me, (laughs) that we've been dragging around, you know, since we left our parents' house. We just got (laughs) these boxes of like... Just stuff that you're just kind of dragging along. Mm -hmm. And it was nice to actually get that complete and keep the things that were very important to us, but part ways with other things that could help other people and Mm -hmm. go into the community of people that actually need it. It's not just sitting in a box in our basement.
0: Totally. Like that family that came from... Was it Peru? Peru they yeah. They came to our garage sale and bought like almost all of our stuff because they just moved to Canada. and We were like, we're doing the opposite of what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. And that was actually one of the questions that people were asking was like, what do we do with all our shit? Like, what did we do with everything in our house? So we did get a storage unit, 10 by 10. So
1: it's cool if I swear here. I just noticed you swore. We're yes, swearing so I, swear. and... I
0: can put a spliffed on it. It's all good. Great.
1: All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get, get real here. Let's get
0: real. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's um we got the storage unit we filled it up (laughs) and you know the rest was history it was kind of like okay these are important things that really matter to us and it was a big shift for my mindset too to be like okay these are just things Mm -hmm. there was moments going through baby clothes and going through really sentimental stuff and it was like we can keep those things but everything else it's literally just stuff and living in Airbnbs and hotels for the past year, it's like, yeah, none of this stuff is ours. It's not like all of these, none of these are our possessions. And it feels actually really good. It's so good. It'll be interesting moving forward and like how we purchase things and, you know, just have that mindset or mindfulness in possessions and what that actually means and stuff too going forward. It was a big kind of eye opener for me because yeah, we had two garage sales that were massive Mm -hmm. and God just got (laughs) rid of so much stuff. And that was just, yeah, the selling of our house. It was amazing. We actually sold over asking, which was like a blessing. And we sold it just in time because the market really started to kind of go down after that. Yeah, so that was a big piece of it. And then other like prep, like logistics, financials, a lot of people were asking about like, how did we just lose our, leave our jobs? Yeah. <laughs> and like take this on. Everyone's like, how are you affording to do that? So I did. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we just do it. Yeah. Um, well, we did sell our house, so we got a yeah. big chunk from that. We put some into savings. We actually did buy an investment property in Mexico, and then we kind of used the rest to travel and save a little bit as well. But I did, I was working at a clinic and working on my own. So I just, I left the clinic that I was working at and just decided to focus online with my business only and for you it was a little bit different. Well, yeah,
1: that that was actually a beautiful moment when you left the clinic and you were able to work remotely. Mm-hmm. It kind of came back to me in this way that like I could just leave my job too and we could go wherever we want. Mm-hmm. And the skills that I've had that I've like learned through work, I could essentially take them anywhere that we end up. Yeah. And and find work and create some kind of opportunity do
0: you um, want to tell them what you do for yeah work? sorry
1: i'm a commercial <laughs> drywaller i've been in the dry uh the carpenter's union for 15 years february will be 16 years yeah That's so amazing yeah so i've been building things in the community and and been a foreman since i was a, in my mid-20s so yeah, we just kind of put that on pause for now. We committed like you said to a year and just kind of seeing where it takes us and
0: what what did putting that on pause kind of open open up for you specifically from kind of stepping away from your nine It wasn't even a nine to five job. It was like a four a.m. to three four p.m. depending on traffic (laughs) kind of day. And stepping into this, okay, now I don't have this job every single day that I'm going to. What I know it was like a mixed bag of like emotions in a roller coaster. But like, what was that kind of like for you?
1: Because you know, I spent a lot of time. With a lot of guys at work. And there's a part of that routine that just starts to be a habit. Almost automatic. It feels comfortable. It feels great. The camaraderie with the boys is always, you know, we're having a laugh. Mm -hmm. But what it really freed up from myself personally was just this idea that when I was caught up in there, you start just going through the motions. And you're going through this life that it feels like at times that someone else is creating for you Mm -hmm. you know it's all the things that you need to be doing and you're supposed to be doing but you lose this joy and this freedom to do the things that you actually want to do so that was one of the biggest things in the past year since being off is like what does it look like to just create my day Mm -hmm. what does it look like to wake up and do the things that i love every day and have the people around me aligned on that vision and It's just much more exciting than that mundane grind.
0: Yeah. So, like, specifically, what has that opened up for you?
1: Specifically?
0: Yeah. With coaching and that kind of stuff. Like, it's created a big space, right, for new stuff to come in, I would say.
1: Yeah. So, specifically, things that have come into my space would be things like working out and getting back into a healthy kind of fitness routine, creating goals around fitness, like 10,000 steps a day and doing, you know, body weight workouts and having a little bit of me time (laughs) in that area. And then as well, you mentioned I'm still a part of that program that we took as a coach and coaching multiple levels and, really actually getting present to that's what lights me up in the world
0: <laughs> is fucking
1: yeah. being in service and helping others create these beautiful openings in their lives and deepening the own my own possibilities through those conversations those would be a couple specific examples
0: mm-hmm. yeah and so like by not having this job that you have to commit everything to because I remember like you were up late at night even thinking about the blueprints and all that kind of stuff too it's like this has created a space for you to do something else that you love too Mm -hmm. or finding out new things about yourself it's like oh I want to implement more self-care into my routine Mm -hmm. I want to help people on a direct level through coaching and that's just huge and I think that's a really cool not Like a lesson, but I think it's an insight just as we kind of share our story for other people to hear. It's like when you strip away certain things and you pull out those comforts, sometimes it's like it just opens up this new space for new things to come in, even in the uncomfortableness of mm-hmm. it all. And I think that was a huge thing for us stepping into this adventure. It's like there's so much unknown. <laughs> Like, we didn't know, we didn't even know, like, where we were actually going to go, who we were going to stay with. Like, it was so much like, there, well, let's just say there were days where we would book the hotel or the Airbnb, like, two days beforehand. <laughs> and then, like, okay, this is where we're going now. So, yeah, like, it just, it's really cool how I think that you've kind of stepped into that space of unknown in a way that has like created some new interesting stuff for you and for me too. Like, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I just wanted to share that. I wanted you to share a little bit about that too. So (laughs) yeah, so our adventure specifically, like we don't have to go into the details of everything we've done, but we did start out, we sold our house end of August. We decided to take a trip out east because we had never been out east in Canada before. We were like, let's start that. We'll go out. And we were there for about a month, I think, give or take. Longer than we planned. (laughs) But we, you know, we drove out in our car and we went through Quebec and everything. And then we kind of had plans to drive down through the States which changed, (laughs) we did try to cross the border. We had some issues at the border in Maine. That was like a whole other adventure, challenge number one that came up, which was really interesting. And yeah, we just weren't able to cross. They deemed us like, basically that we were going we didn't have a home. So they basically thought that we were going to try to create a life for ourselves in the in the States. And they wanted us to re like integrate into society. Anyways mm-hmm was an issue, so we had to turn around and we ended up driving back to Ontario for a month and a half or something like that. We had to kind of change our address and feel a little bit situated. We used new address at your mom's place. We stayed there for a while as well. Thank you, Mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> And uh, we had to come up with a new idea. We were feeling defeated because originally we wanted to go down through the States and drive through Florida and maybe go to Texas and all that kind of stuff. And we're like, okay, well, what are we gonna do now? And then we're like, let's just fly to Mexico. (laughs) I don't even know how we decided that, but we were like, let's go to Mexico. We found this little place on the West Coast near Puerto Vallarta. Called Bucerías, and we went, and we're like, let's go there and just check it out. So we planned to stay there and just travel around Mexico a little bit. We went to the area and kind of fell in love with it. Like the sunsets were amazing, the weather was incredible. And you know, we found this investment opportunity to buy into a pre-sale condo and it just made so much sense for us at the time there were a lot of hurdles <laughs> like a lot of hurdles because our bank did not want to like give us our money <laughs> or send it to us or yeah love that so much fun i mean i get it they're trying to protect us but at the same time it's like <laughs> it's me it's us like it's totally safe anyways we we ended up finalizing on that and now we're kind of waiting for that to be built in 2024 which is really exciting yeah.
1: Yeah, we're really excited. <laughs> I I remember too being like you touched on, we were so defeated when we the way we had the adventure mapped out didn't work out mm-hmm. going into the states. And I don't really know how we landed on Mexico either. But it was such a gift in disguise because every day it was like magic. There. Mm-hmm. Every day was perfect and all of a sudden we were thrown into this culture and, you know, different language that we didn't speak. And it was like, okay, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I remember speaking to a friend of mine that lived in Mexico for a while, and he was asking me, "Where are you?" And I said, <laughs> <laughs> And He's like, "Buscarius," ah. <laughs> and I was like, Shit. "Okay, we're in one." It was, it was great. It was so great.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then like renting a car and like really just immersing ourselves into the lifestyle and like the craziness of Mexico. It was just a lot of fun, a lot of fun to just, you know, do our thing be in the culture and just see what came up. And it was a lot of fun for the kids too. Like I know Theo specifically was loving playing soccer, or football or whatever you want to call it with the local kids. Everywhere we went, he was like looking for a soccer field. How can I play soccer? And they're so good. And I really like pushed him to try and like be better and play. And he was just became so quickly obsessed with, with soccer and because that's what all the kids do there. And it was kind of his way to get in also to like play with other kids. And he would go up to them and just be like, a blessing awesome. <laughs> And you'd be like, Amigo, <laughs> you know, and like it was just really awesome to see him kind of come out of his shell in that way too with the kids. So Mexico for sure holds like a really special place in in our hearts definitely and then we went to the caribbean side of mexico and had a lot of fun there Mm -hmm. as well it was great and and then from there we flew to costa rica which is where we are now and costa rica like i don't want to speak for you but i feel like it's a very special place in its own very different than mexico which i wasn't expecting it to be, the climate is very similar and all that kind of stuff. But the culture is just, you can tell the differences in the culture and the country and the pride and the people here are so beautiful too. Just really kind, like Pura Vida, it's like all the time. And yeah, and just, it's just been a really great adventure here as well. A lot of challenges here too, I would say. And this really interesting hurdles to get over in like, just, traveling across the country and like through the mountains and kind of finding an area that works for us because i mean we haven't been traveling the way you know most people travel or going quote unquote vacation it hasn't been like all-inclusive resorts where we just stay somewhere for a couple weeks and we're in one place and we get shuttled here and there it's like no we are we're out there <laughs> we're like i mean i will never forget when we crossed the, that mountain in the pure like jungle i was like oh my gosh like people who are just touring around this country probably will never see something like this exactly yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's just been really, really cool. And that's kind of like an overview of where we've been and that kind of thing. So a big piece of this, because like we've already kind of mentioned, is just the trust and the surrendering and like leaping into that unknown space of like trusting our intuition and things like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything that like comes up for you around the unknown intuition? Like I don't know. It's still it's still a muscle that I'm working on, right? Yeah, like,
1: and that's something I would say throughout this process is getting that I have an intuition and I have an inner voice and if I get quiet I can kind of hear it and and be with it and listen to what's calling me and what could be possible and what other things show up and i would say since stepping out of that daily routine and grind of work it's getting louder and louder and i'm actually able to sit and be with it and listen to it and see what comes up yeah because i feel like in that grind it's just so quiet it's not even there even yeah. if it was calling out you probably wouldn't hear it or you would just ignore it because you have things that you need to do air quotes yeah
0: that's so cool that you say that because with my like nutrition clients and people that I work with I talk a lot about clearing the fog mm-hmm. on more of like a physical level so we're like getting rid of inflammation and we are you know just quieting the mind a little bit and we are doing things like that and this is kind of the same thing. It's like, in your life, how can you clear the fog? And for you and I, that was our lifestyle back home. It was freaking foggy. <laughs> it was like, yes. we needed to get rid of the fog a little bit so that we could start to tune in to what it is that we really wanted, what we really desired and listening to our intuition. And I know along this adventure, we have sat down and been like, what are we doing next? And it's like, okay, well, what does your gut say? I know we've asked each other that so many times. Like, what do you, like, do we want to go here or here? Like, what feels right for you? And how long do we want to stay there? And what feels, you know, do we want to take a plane here? And we want to, like all that kind of stuff. We really have to listen. And sometimes the, you know, the decisions that we made might not be the best, but the more that we do that the more we step out it just continues to strengthen. It's like, "Oh, okay, maybe that wasn't the intuitive key that I needed to listen to in that moment." So, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's been it's been big for intuition for sure and kind of following that. Yeah. Let's Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the challenges that we've been experiencing. Because that's what a lot of the questions were about, too. It's like, how are you doing this, first of all, right? Like, we're with our kids 24-7. How has this been for you? Let's start off with that.
1: Listen, there's been some challenges. Yeah, there's no question there's been some challenges. We... We're with them 24/7. And the kids, the, yeah. The boys.
0: Yeah.
1: And they are they're on one, you know, they're they're at times, they're just they're sideways. And it's it's a lot. There's no break. I feel like it's just created more communication for us. Mm. Um you know, just to try to check in with each other and give each other the space or breaks that we may need because It is a grind. They're like Energizer bunnies, you know? They don't quit. And, you know, that's definitely been a challenge, a new challenge for me over the last year, after spending the last 15 years at work, Monday to Friday, sometimes Saturday, being with them. And...
0: Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That in itself, going from being, you know, the provider you know the key provider to the family working being away from the house for like 12 hours a day sometimes to coming and like being with the kids 24 7 we love them it's not like we're like ah but it's fucking hard (laughs) sometimes (laughs) and we don't have the help that's the difference is like back home we had family we had a support system right. we had breaks put in there like I was working at the clinic I was working so and you were working so we had those little breaks to ourselves to do stuff where here it's like you know we really depend on each other for those breaks and sometimes they don't happen and sometimes you know they do happen and it's like it's definitely been a it's been a challenge but also like we have to really work on this. We have to make sure that we each get that time to ourselves, but then also like time together, which has mm-hmm. also been extremely challenging because that was something that was challenging at home, like date nights and yeah. just being able to have that time to have conversation. And
1: <laughs> <Could you imagine? laughs>
0: like, it's just, it's like next level difficult and challenging and, Coming back to the work that we've done in that course that we were taking and that you're still coaching in right now, I feel like we could not be doing what we're doing right now without that foundation. Right?
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that was actually like critical, essential for creating the, like you said, foundation to step into this and come out on it on the other side still aligned and together and not ready to, like, you know... Peace out. Peace out. And another thing I wanted to say, too, it's so crucial what you're saying. We don't have the support here to get us those date nights. So we got to get creative and we got to, you know, kind of find the times that we can be together and, and alone and it's quiet because mm-hmm. um, every time we try to have a conversation, somebody's got something that they need to say Daddy, or Daddy, show look us. at me, look at so, me. And we're ma-
0: And <laughs> the kids are coming in and out nonstop right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> go ahead and finish
1: what you're... Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think what I was trying to say there was we've been meeting people and making friends along the way, but we're never in one space really long enough to create, you know, that trust and comfort to kind of leave the kids (laughs) to go out and have a date night. So totally, that's that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been been one of the biggest challenges for sure. But I would say that, yeah we've definitely had conversations that are like i'm not getting my needs met and mm-hmm. you know this is not working so we need to shift something we need to make some changes here if we want to make this work because that's the reality of it like we're not here like living the perfect adventure vacation life here like this is still real life and it still comes with challenges It's just, we're in a new location. We're still parenting. We're still dealing with shit constantly. It's just, it's hot (laughs) and we can can go to the beach. (laughs) So I would say that's probably one of the biggest challenges has just been navigating. How do we find time for ourselves, time together, time that we can be present with the kids too. And kind of with that all, I would say another challenge has just been trying to keep a little bit of routine, which is Mm. funny because we were trying to leave the like the everyday grind routine, but we've realized that we thrive on a little bit of routine and so do the kids. Yeah. If we just wake up every day like, I don't know, like what are we doing today? Like we could literally just sit inside and watch movies all day and that's not good either. So coming up with a bit of a routine where, you know, we're moving our bodies, you go for a walk or do your exercises. I do my exercises. We make breakfast. The kids will do a little bit of schoolwork, quote unquote, you know, whatever that is. Could be just drawing whatever they feel like doing that day having lunch and then having like a free afternoon where we go to the beach or we go to the park to play come home for dinner like things like that where we create a bit of a routine that they can look forward to i feel like makes a big difference in their mood and (laughs) and just yeah like what they're expecting for the day too right
1: yeah i love what you're saying there because we did find especially with the kids like you're saying as soon as there was a little bit of structure and routine attached to their day instead of just like endless, whatever, do whatever you want. There was a little bit more.
0: They behaved better
1: behavior. Yeah. The behavior was just all of a sudden better. And I love what you're saying because instead of the routine and grind that we were in back home, this is something that we are creating and yeah. we're all loving and the routine isn't like mandatory yeah. in the sense that if you don't want to do your schoolwork right now. We can pick it up in an hour or we can pick it up when you're ready to try it on before lunch or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not as like.
0: Sit down, shut up, do, do your work. You <laughs> work. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, or you're going to <laughs> detention.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's been great.
0: Yeah, I think that's been been huge for sure. So that was a big lesson for us to learn and something that we will implement moving forward for sure too. And I would say another, well, one of the challenges for me specifically and, well, you probably too, is just like finding that balance between working and being present with the kids too and the family stuff and being able to find that. Because, I mean, I just did a podcast on you know, finding that kind of work mama balance. And that was really huge for me as well. And I think for your coaching probably too, because you coach quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There is a balance that's required and it, it is a little tricky to find sometimes because you can kind of get lost in both sides of it. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to just be mindful of that. And yeah, just come with an intention, I think is what's important and know that you're not bound to any expectations. You can kind of create those as you go. And I love the communication I feel like has opened up through this adventure for us to be able to say, hey, this is not working for me or that I've found that this has been really helpful. Mm-hmm. And then we can actually just have an open line of communication. Yeah. Which feels it's been huge. really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah totally one thing too I just want to touch on quickly too is like we talk about how like we don't have enough time together but it's like at the same time we're with each other 24 <laughs> 7 so sometimes it's like okay I'm sick of you Bye. like get away from me we'll so there's definitely like the times where you want to spend time together but then sometimes at night after the kids go to bed we go off and we do our own thing so yeah I just wanted to touch on that too <laughs> um okay let's move forward we're gonna talk a little bit about some of our key highlights on the adventure do you want to share what some of your favorite things are
1: like my highlights yeah well there's been lots of highlights i mean i feel like this whole adventure has been just a amazing growth like, everybody's growing at these incredible rates. Gordy's a big boy. Theo learned how to ride a two-wheel bike since we've been gone. He just picked it up and started doing it without any guidance. You know, they're all doing their numbers and their letters. And you've just gone into this creation mode where you're you're doing your thing with your work. And we're doing a podcast together <laughs> right now. Like, it's
0: kind of yeah, crazy. I, yeah.
1: I just feel like that that's something that I've really noticed that's been a highlight for me. Just watching you three kind of grow and come into your yourselves. And it's been really special to be a part of. And then just the magical places that we've been. I think, it, like, how do you not...
0: Right. Living,
1: <laughs> you know, Oceanside and being in these beautiful beach towns and in Mexico, especially. And then... You know, Costa Rica is just – we've traveled literally from one corner of Costa Rica to the other, driving Mm -hmm. through everything, all the animals, the monkeys, the birds, the mountains, the weather, the Mm -hmm. earthquakes. Like, I'm (laughs) like, you know, there's just – it's been fucking incredible.
0: Totally. Yeah. I would say that same for for me. I think just the growth – From everybody in this family. I mean, obviously there's going to be growth over a year for sure. But yeah, just watching, you know, Gordy potty train so easily here. Like, it was so easy. Theo, like, learning how to swim. And he stopped sucking his thumb. (sighs) And, like, there's just so many things that they've really stepped into. It's been really cool to witness as a parent. And also a lot of that has been like their lead. I feel like we've been taking their lead on a lot of things too. We've been providing the space for them to grow and then they're just like growing. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like you don't have to like force anything. It's right. just happening like plants, right? It's like you provide a great little space for them and you water them and you know, you feed them and then they they just do their thing as they're supposed to as, as kids. And it's been really cool as a parent to like witness that and be a part of that. Yeah, yes. and like... I think the the culture, and I've always loved culture. Like, that's why we aligned on this. I know you love culture. We love traveling. We love trying to immerse ourselves as much as possible in, like, authentic culture, mm-hmm. too. Like, I know we've stayed in a few interesting places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just been really great. Really great.
1: Yeah. And also the... Just to keep expanding on the culture, we have stayed in some, you know, really authentic places. And we've also eaten at some really authentic places. The food, you know, in both places, Mexico and, and Costa Rica have just been like amazing to really like back home. You would have Mexican food, but to eat it in Mexico at a place kind of off the beaten path was just a really special experience and it's so delicious. And I think there's something really special, especially in areas where you don't speak the language, just showing up as love into these communities. And then just the amount of love that you receive back in those moments is like really, really cool.
0: And love through food. Like you don't speak the language, but like food is the language, like the love language. Yes, food it's so great. And yeah, it's just been really, really special. So just to like move into, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast is so that we can share with other people like what is possible? What could you guys do? How could you create? How could you start looking at your life as how do I create the life that I desire? How do I create a day that feels good every time I wake up and Mm. I can start to create my life instead of being at the mercy of my life, right? So yeah, I just wanna put it out there that if you have questions, if you wanna know more specifically about things throughout our trip and what we've been doing, feel free to reach out. If you want to know more about the course that Jake and I took that he is still coaching in, reach out. We're happy to provide more details on that, where you can get information about that as well. Not that like we're pushing it on anybody, but like honestly, it's been such a game changer for us in our marriage, as parents, in all of our relationships with family and friends. And it's been just a really key foundation for us, for sure. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to know more information, feel free to reach out about that. And we have some pretty big news to share. (laughs) (laughs) We are returning to Canada. And today, uh, when this is released, it'll be like four days or something like that. That will be... We'll be back in Canada. So pretty wild. <laughs> I think it's kind of like come sort of full circle. I We're returning home a little bit sooner than we had originally planned, but it's going to work out perfectly because we'll be back for the summer. We're coming back to Ontario and we're actually going to be going to be staying in Blue Mountain area. Blue Mountain, Collingwood which is a really special area for us, actually. So we are continuing this adventure. We have, you know, history there. Actually, that's where Jake proposed
1: to me. That's where I asked you to marry me. Yeah, true.
0: It was Sega Beach. Yeah, it is a really special, special place with lots of nostalgia and memories and things like that. So we're really pumped. And we have family there that, you know, we're really excited to to be with. So we have committed to six months. We don't know what's going to be happening from then on, but we're going to kind of move with the flow, see what happens. We get our place in Mexico next year. So that's where we're just kind of getting all our ducks in a row and stuff like that for that. And yeah, you're going to be coaching and stuff like that, still going back to work. Yes. Gonna <laughs> make some money. <laughs> and uh yeah i'm gonna continue to be working taking care of the kids a little bit more as well and really diving into my spiritual practice which is kind of what i'm really focusing on now and just continuing to add more tools to my toolbox and yeah so that i can provide more to others as well so that's kind of the path we're both on i feel like it's just providing more for other people too Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah so we're really excited to be back it's gonna be really I don't know about you but I'm like the transition I'm I'm nervous kind of getting back into things but I'm also excited and yeah we've talked about how we feel ready 100%
1: yeah feel ready I'm excited to come home and Enjoy the summer and the fall back home in Ontario, up north in Blue Mountain. And yeah, be around family, see some family and friends. And like you were saying, you know, just continue to follow this coaching. I've got this coaching bug and it lights me up working with other people. And also get back to work and put the tools on and make some money. And yeah, I'm just really excited to go back to Canada and Ontario and home hmm yeah
0: yeah and kind of see where life takes us after yeah. that it's one of those things where it's like the adventure isn't over necessarily i feel like it's just this is our next destination
1: <laughs> yeah no it's a good way to put it
0: yeah and like what's gonna what's gonna come of that is like super exciting yes so. it is <laughs> well thank you for coming on <laughs>
1: thanks i <was> just <laughs> had nothing going on so
0: <laughs> and we uh, we've been interrupted probably 700 times. So thank you to my lovely editor who will make this sound perfecto. Uh, and I look forward to bringing you new podcasts from the Blue Mountain area. And if you are in that area, if you're in Ontario, hit me up. get together. Let's chat. If you're interested in being on the podcast as well, I'm going to be opening up more space for interviews and things like that. If you've got something great to share, if you have a message that you want to talk about, if it has to do with health, wellness, life experience, coaching, motherhood, nutrition, whatever, reach out. And I would love to hear from you. And I would love to have you on, see if we are a good fit. So thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Don't forget to love yourself today as always and have a beautiful day. We will talk soon. Ciao.
1: Bye.